With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's the radio guy, Mike Prince, and I have on the line big brother, my friend, my constituent, might as well say partner in crime, brother Lee Hall, all the way from Greenwood, Mississippi. How you doing, my man? Oh, I'm doing fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're sounding sophisticated this evening, man. I'm doing fine. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, you're not an aristocrat, man. <laughs> Look, man, it's it's um come up on this time of year yet again. God has blessed us to see another football season coming up. What's going on in the land of the Mississippi Delta Devils? This in the South has to be religion in the South. Everybody's getting ready for it. So the exciting part about it, and if it's going to come, we've been waiting for six months, it's going to come these 10, 11 weeks uh, for the legacy of football for the Lightning Bears. So you tell the people to enjoy each and every Friday night. It's a special time in the community. With the water, uh, class night up to six of so special night every night in and out. You got your three country games, then you got your, your country games, and if you have a good season, then you have your first season game trying to go for the tournament. So, again, the big thing you like to sympathize on night one, enjoy each and every night. Also, make it a, a special uh, engagement, grand support. High school football. Well, you know, another unique thing about Mississippi, Lee, is that you guys have your junior college football on Thursday night. So you have Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And let's not forget NFL play on Sunday. So you got four mm-hmm. nights of football in Mississippi. You all are football holics, man. No question. Uh, and and when, when we have the end of the day, people love their. The schools that they attended, they don't uh, attend the school, they live in a college town, they adopt that, and they, uh, they are moving forward. And, and it started now. You mentioned the bands they're excited, interrogating. So it is a, a, a big, big deal. And also, it's not to be trying to come into your town, follow their football team, your football team. Well, of course, Mississippi uh, in the Deep South. A football rich tradition, and um, I know you're, you're a native a Mississippian is the proper term, I believe it is. And with you being a Mississippian, um, it's obvious that you you keep track with Mississippi Valley. Uh, I know Mississippi State and Ole Miss, but in your neck of the woods, when we're talking about Power Five, is it Ole Miss or is it Mississippi State that the people root for? I tell you what, it's neck and neck with, with their rivalry. Uh, I tell you what, just see how intense their rivalry is. The fans are just as intense as the players. Matter of fact, more intense than the players because the players come through 
going to play two, three, four years. Most of them they get good solid years. But they're staying to support those teams for yeah, 100 years uh, and all their lives. And to give you an example of what I'm talking about here, uh, the commissioner, I'm sorry, the SEC commissioner came out and how they were having fights in Mississippi State and COVID in the egg bowl. You got to tell them that it's kind of rather down some because it's still moving to the stand. It's going to be a real problem. So they're trying to get them to bag out some. Well, how do you tone a rivalry down? Yeah. The only thing you can do is try to get to the coaches and tell the players to behave. You give a directive to the president that the coach that you can all those players and play Michigan State and tell them this. So how did you play Alabama and, and, and Georgia? Picks it in. You know, you don't want to fight with them. You want to win the ball game. You got to bag it back some. Folks, they get to brawls. And that's why I said that I doing it. Yes, sir. Well, Texas, Oklahoma, they're big rivals at the Red River Shootout in Dallas. And, um, you know, a, a common denominator is with this, is that they sell that alcohol in those stadiums. That's one way they could curve. But then if you curve that, you're going to be missing a lot of money, man. So it's almost mm-hmm. the lesser of two evils. Do you just hire mm-hmm. more security to keep your beer sales flowing, or do you eliminate beer sales altogether? Uh, do you do it? I don't think you're going to do it. <laughs> you know, I don't think you're going to do that. So obviously, almost you get your own risk. You have to take the beer sales. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't cut up. I just they're rolling. What is that? You don't do that. So then you have a lot of. How you doing today? You have a lot of uh, institutions who have just recently admitted uh, Missouri University of Texas, a couple other SEC programs have just mentioned that they're going to allow alcohol sales now. Do you think it is because of strictly, well, we know it's about the money, but do you think they are, they are offering up too much in order to make extra money? Because you can only get so much with your television deals. You can only get so much with your prayer deals. So they're looking for other avenues, and alcohol now seems to be the hot ticket. Do you, if you're a smaller institution or an institution on the bubble, what would you say would be the pros or the cons for allowing alcohol sales? Um, nothing more than, and I don't know how you record it. You know, I think I can't take the bars and say, hey, many drinks, you have so many drinks, and that's enough. If they limit the amount a person can drink, I don't know how you can regulate that. Well, I mean, you know that if they continue to continue drink, they're going to get out of control. And then that's going to be with them that's going to kind of halt put them in. You can have a draw. But I don't, I don't know how you regulate it. Hmm. Well, you know, there is a way you can regulate it. <laughs> and that's with the price of the beverage that you would choose. Um, personally, um, uh, I don't see how you could pay $5 for a cup of beer to begin with. I just, that just makes no sense to me. Uh, when you can get a six pack for that same $5, I'm just, I just don't, don't understand that. But if you increase the pricing, that could limit a person's vested interest and in how many beers they're partaking in. But then you cannot gauge how much a person has had prior to the game with all the tailgatings and things that go on. So there are a lot of different factors that would weigh in on this. 
you know, some people out there probably in their lifetime will never attend a certain game in Alabama or uh, Georgia. For example, waiting this ticket in 15 years. They're not coming available because when they die, pass the ticket on, some tickets on to somebody else. These are ticket holders. And so with them, buying a with a five dollar won't be a problem. And you haven't never been to do that. Get out there and drink the book and turn the stadium out. Hopefully everybody won't be on the line, but Mike does not take a whole lot of them to Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're talking with Lee Holm with Greenwood Live Mornings coming on each and every day. Lee, you've been uh, in radio for quite some time, man. Why don't you share your story on uh, how you ended up where you are right now and what got you into radio? I've been by the name of Sam Brown. who's doing uh, Dallas State Station, like about 26 years ago this year. And uh, I heard him. One guy's on the side. These guys, both these guys in the booth. Sam Brown, play by play. And uh, Michael Knight. Both those guys are DJs. Sam Brown was broadcasting. And uh, Michael Knight was a good surgeon. So they showed Dallas State. Well, I said, hey, I, I can do that. They put me in the sideline. And then I only made a thing. Sideline one year, make sure we got into the. We can start going play by play. And we can do anything. So now, uh, we found out that radio is not only good to do sports, it's a great way to, to uh, not only entertain people, but to educate people. And I, and I, I doing that thing now that is absolutely magic, like doing radio, turn it. Turn it on. Uh, and then you got to be able to speak to the people, dialogue with the people that you've never seen, that you won't see. You have a civil conversation. You can even debate about some things. And I don't think I'm never going to do that. What is radio? No doubt about it. You're not going to get an you're not going to get an argument with me at all on that one, brother. When you said magical, I think that was the perfect word. Uh, of what the power of audio is magical. Um, through conversations, through speeches, you've been able to inspire people for, to do good, bad, or ugly things. And it is such a responsibility, and I've always guarded power of audio is like owning a pistol. Okay? It, you have to be conscientious of where you aim your message, in this case a microphone, your 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 words or your your ammunition or your bullets, okay, and mm -hmm. and you have to be responsible when you open that mic up and you say what needs to be said because a lot of people they come to us for information they come to us because uh, they they believe in our credibility. Some people will listen to us to see if we're going to lie. Some are going to listen to us mm -hmm. because they believe we are the truth. Some are listening for entertainment factors, and others are listening to try to discredit you. But they are listening, mm -hmm. and that's why it's so vital and so important that what we do that is on a consistent level and never, ever, ever make it personal when you want to attack a person's uh, um, livelihood on how they're going to eat and provide for their family. But in my case, when you're doing investigating, when you're doing reporting, 
courts uh, that's that's creating these paper trails. Sometimes it can get ugly, and people have a tendency to only have what I call selective hearing, and they'll hear what they want to hear and not understanding that consistency is going straight down the road. And whoever is in the way of consistency, when it's your time to get hit, just say ouch and keep moving. I can see people get into discussion or debates. And I don't, I don't think we can really win a debate or lose a debate. I think you should look at it that way. I think you should look at it from the, from the standpoint of getting information, sharing, getting. If someone's coming with a point, but share some light or some things that you might have thought one way or and you leave there more informed when you work on king. It's good because you can go on the radio. Do I like to think you do. You know, some people don't, some outlets don't. Uh, like to think that you need to think with the truth, not that you're an authority on anything. Uh, but your reputation is out there, and people do and go with the trust in what they trust. And you don't have to mislead anybody. Uh, so I feel like the, the back and forth good. Uh, the arguments, and I talk on the radio about turning the TV on and they're arguing about something. With the radio on, they're arguing about something. I have to turn away because I can't get anything out of that. Right. And this they don't get anything out of it either because they're going back and forth and trying to win points. It's not about winning, winning points. The states that we are here in America. It's time. You need a bit more civil tone. You can, you can be civil. You can uh, uh, still disagree with one another. Absolutely. It's, it's about the presentation. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not about uh, making personal attacks and trying to get your point across. Like you said, there are no winners and losers. The job, at least I think, the job on a person in media, a person, you inform the people, you let the people come up with their own of final decisions. You don't try to lean mm-hmm. one way or the other. You present the facts as you know the facts are. And when the mm-hmm. dust has settled, hopefully people have enough information that they can make a very responsible and conscious decision. Now, as, as we were stating, the, the, the responsibilities that come about it, and you know what, what really tickles me the most, Lee, when it comes, um, and, and I'll, I'll call it the the um, the community guides broadcast. They act like they don't be listening, but they when they, they when they don't think anybody's looking, they listen in to hear what you got to say and, and what they got to say today and who they're gonna talk about today. And I love the fact that they be trying to hide. It's like we become their dirty little secret. Uh, I heard it stated this way: they say, "Listen, and from someone who always asking people to support us, right?" Uh-huh. They say uh, they say we got to we got to support because with the juice you bring us the juice and uh, <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's what the lady said that she is she she made an announcement tonight the Greenwood Voters League that she's going to run for a school board member she's a dynamic person person she's a pastor she worked in the system in the school system in New Orleans matter of fact she talked about doing a speech tonight when she came back home. Because uh, the uh, because of Katrina in New Orleans, and she's going to run for she's retired. She's going to run for school board member. And on that, uh, uh, I had a question for her tonight too. Because on the school board we have here, and then you can you can advise us on this. Uh, they have uh, four members. One member resigned, and they're, they're converting from appointed members to 
elected members. So some members rolled off, they began to roll off too fast because some people quit. And this process is supposed to have been completed in 2022, uh, but it's going to be completed in 2020 because the two vacancies, the next last two vacancies, not vacancies, this has got to be voted on and take place in this election. The one later time is going to be at the end of the year that she decided to step down. We have four members. And the question to you has been there for a long time. Do you feel that seat with an appointment to the election in November that takes a seat in January, or do they stay vacant? Well, that's going to be one of those what the board decides to do. And it depends on the circumstances that are uh, in the very near future. Uh, under normal circumstances, you would go ahead and appoint someone to fill that vacancy so it does not disrupt the flow of the business that's at hand of taking care of the kids. I don't care if you're in Mississippi, Texas, Ohio, or Alaska. you got to be there for the well-being of the kids. And no normal cases, you get someone who's been proven to be active in the community, you appoint them understanding that if you appoint that person, they are going to have to run again when it comes to the election deal. Now, mm -hmm. with that, that could give that person somewhat of an inside track, if you would, because they will begin to understand what responsibilities are about being a board member, what you can and can't do legally as a board member. You get a better mm -hmm. understanding and more than likely the person they will be running up against comes to, uh, running up against come the time of the election process, they could state that they do have some experience on the expectations of what it takes to fill that role. So mm -hmm. um, now usually, usually uh, depending on the integrity of the board, you do a canvas of a short list of who could fill the role, and more than likely the canvas of a person that could fill that role would be a person who would be interested in running for the role come the election process. So it, it's, it really depends, once again, on what it is that the board feel the need is upon the agreement and the endorsement of the superintendent. And the statute is not clear at the board meeting. Uh, this district here just it's a merged district. We merged officially July 1. And you have some board members saying, well, we don't want to kind of get into it until we're meddling in the process. We want to let the people, that one, some, one person is, the people make a decision through the election. Right. We put somebody, we appoint somebody, they think that we might be trying to get someone that we like. No, no. Well, you, like I said, that's why I'm saying it all depends on what's the reputation of the board. Because if the community doesn't trust those that are in position, you got a problem to begin with. And mm -hmm. when when that is in the atmosphere, it takes a long time to live through that and to let the people know that it's not as all things have been. You know, uh, we hear the good old boy system. But let me say this for the record, Lee. The good old boy system is more than just uh, uh, a certain select group of people has been historically known looking out for each other. There are African-American good old boy systems. There are Hispanic good old boy systems. There are Asian good old boy systems. So a good old boy system is any time a select group try to maintain and keep control by the power of influence. Okay. Now, whatever, whatever, not be a part of. 
No, no, it will never, because let's take you and I. Uh, we're entrepreneurs, correct? And um, uh, last I checked, you're African-American, correct? Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm African-American. Uh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. Uh, when, when I'm in the market of looking for a potential employee, it's not by prejudice not by racism that most of the people in my circle look like me. Okay? I'm speaking from a Mike Prince perspective. If I say, hey, Lee, man, I'm looking for someone uh, who would be interested what it is that I'm doing, for whether it's production, play-by-play, -play, uh, sports announcer, politic announcer, whatever the case may be. Nine times out of ten, they're going to look like me. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if this person qualifies as in need of a job and I got a sense of urgency, I got to get someone in here that I can fill this role because time is money, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Now, here's what happens with opportunities. Just because I give you an opportunity doesn't mean it's a shoe-in. Now you got to maintain and prove that you were worthy and deserving of that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I don't look, I don't look, I said, let me find me an African-American that I can fill this role. I'm looking for Kwali. I've had Hispanics. I've had Caucasian. I've had African-American. Uh, I think that, that was it. I even had uh, a Jewish descent work under my, under my leadership. And I don't care where they come from as long as they can help us get where we're trying to go. Uh, you don't really have time to. The only color that matters is green, baby. You you want you want quality, yes sir, yes sir. You want quality. I'm, I'm going to show you. I show you too. Uh, I'm not. I hear many people thinking, and sometimes, say, well, uh, women cannot be leaders. Uh, I I'm not so naive. Think that black only come in one gender, one color. One time, a certain man. Here's the story here. It started in 1999, 19, 20 years ago today. We started managing a radio station. And, and, and I, I got to be you can scale the end of it. So uh, the operation of computers and boards and all that, uh, I was doing talk program. So on that, just working on a producer there. So I could turn the mic on and turn the mic off. When you can imagine what this mother stuff. And uh, the station here had a, a racket system there. I had no clue. Jimmy came in with experience. He had a nice radio voice. He had looked radio. And uh, we found out later on that the guy was gay. He did not say me one way or the other. With friends today, I've seen him and real friends today. I haven't seen him in a year or so. When I run across him, I have to go back and think, uh, think about how much he meant to us in giving that station sounding like a radio station, uh, programming for music. Uh, we need to probably have it right now in, in, in your state. I see your state, the latest one, in, in uh, El Paso. Uh, somehow we got to get rid of the 
switch back down to hate, does it not? The king said a long time ago, we won't be around too long. We got to learn to live together. And we can, we can fight and scratch and die like fools. Live together and be civil. Or uh, not like fools. If you also want to submit, I know you do sports, but you are really blessed on everything. Just do sports. You're blessed on everything. Uh, like we're fighting here. China is, Chinese are not counting. They are a world power. And they're so confident. They say, why not? And the guy in the reporter there asked you later. He said, why not China be the world power? It was dominant. And he said, what about America? Number two. They also said, why not America be number two? We're number one. So uh, to, to make it, we're just trying to be what, not we won't say great, but to aspire to be what it should be. We're going to take every living soul working together to make it happen. No doubt about it. I couldn't have said it in a much clearer manner. And I'm going to give you a hard time. Why couldn't you just say, make America great, man? It has never been great. Right. And I understand the cliche that Donald Trump is using. The pre- our president of the United States is using make it great for again. Never been great again. We've had some challenges here in America for a long time. But to get to the point that we are now, there's some room to go to everybody, all walks and all specs and colors and everything else. Now. So, no doubt about to, it. No doubt about it. Better. No doubt about it. We're speaking right now with Lee Hall of Greenwood Live Mornings. Greenwood Morning Lives, forgive me. I've been mixing it up for years. Forgive mm-hmm. me, brother. Charge it to my head, not to my heart. Now, okay. uh, you said something that was very uh, crucial, and, and, and I'm going to touch on it just for a minute uh, because mm-hmm. you said, well, Mike, you talk sports, but you, 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 pretty on touch and in point with a bunch of stuff because we talk stuff all the time other than just mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's my design for this mm-hmm. network um, mm-hmm. with with everything that's going on and everything that is that is I figured that I could at least attempt to try and get your mind off of political junk mm-hmm. that is that is floating all around us for a little while, you know, now depending on who you ask, some folks love to hear the Mike Prince show and some folks despise it. They listen to catch me in an aha moment, but that's fine too. That's part of what makes the world go around. But mm-hmm. I, I choose athletics as an avenue because for me, you can tie anything to athletics. Mm-hmm. You can tie anything to athletics. Mm-hmm. There's a way that it could fit. I, and I know that for a fact. When we're talking about being competitive, the first introduction I've had to competition was on the athletic field. And mm-hmm. I was hearing or reading somewhere today, just today, that, that people who were involved in athletics, that, that competition gene in you is something that never dies. It just transfers mm-hmm. from playing a game to working, running a business, in your relationship, in your overall encounters in life. Because to compete, 
doesn't mean you can't tolerate losing, but competing means I want to put myself in the best position to win. I want to put myself in the best position to be successful, and I want to put myself in the best position that is going to be fruitful for me emotionally, physically, more importantly, spiritually. No, everybody likes to win. Be competitive. You want, you want to do that. That's that's uh, the nature. Compete. You try to be the best that you can be. Uh, you know, to, to, to compete against one another because there's going to be a reward. Consequences. You come out on top. It's going to be there. Uh, look at many times, and uh, you say the Hall of Famer and that team, whatever sport it is. You get them and then talk about that, and you see, it was not the, the championship. It was not the Super Bowl. It was not the NBA championship or the World Series win. This is the thing that they miss most about it, the thing they enjoy most about it. Well, as you know, the water and the friendship yeah. they up among the people that, that they become actually brothers and sisters for life. And you know, they don't play that long. You say eight, nine years, and that's for the long, 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 long time. That's my dad been sports ten, eleven years, twelve years. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, nineteen twenty years. That's just a miracle. They can do that in any sport. We're talking about that bond they feel. Um, it's the three to five years that bond they feel. Absolutely, and absolutely. That the kids are doing for the rest of their lives. Well, if you look, special. if you look at our relationship, Lee, it was formulated through a sporting event. Absolutely, through a sporting mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. You were in a situation. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I can help you out with that situation, and mm-hmm. everything else took off. Everything, but if that if it had not been for that sporting event, I'm saying this not because I got you on this line right now. The the, the enhancements that Mike Prince has experienced through the introduction of Lee Hall wouldn't help mold and make me the the man that I am trying to get better each day. I came to a sporting so event. So can so can uh, that that's what it's supposed to be. You know, we we uh. Together, not just a cliche. Uh, after living for a while, we see that that is absolutely true. We're stronger together. Even in politics, where there's this toxic there in Washington, toxic, uh, they say. And, and it's not the best. Not putting the blame on one or the other. It is that way. But uh, when it comes to sports, God up your uh, persuasion, God has up your uh, color. Looking for a common good to make their team successful. So, if the politicians can do the same thing uh, in in their offices, whether it's local, statewide, national, if they could come together and talk about things that they can do, the needle will move. The needles are not moving; it's going backwards. You can sit down. You don't have to go to the schools. You don't have to have church services with them. Get together and be as Booker T said, on social levels that they being open, things apart, so we can be like that socially. The things of common good for humankind be as closed together as a fist. But I just think that we gotta we got to do that uh, to make it happen. You know, you, you're, on the, you're on the school board, and but you work as a body. You have ideas. Others have ideas. Uh, but to make that school district and that community successful, you don't have to get to act as one body. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
seven different entities with one common goal, and that's to put our children in the best position possible. Lee Hall, I, I got to ask you this question, man. If, if, if you had to summarize you, how would you do that? Say, who is Lee Hall? What is Lee Hall? What would your response be? Who is he? Not much. Not much. Uh, father and a grandfather. The most important thing right now is to make sure that you do the best to him and teach the best you can your children and your, and your grandchildren. And then, too, I was thinking this morning on the radio, we talking about Mike Tyson, like, you know, Mike Tyson, 52 years old. And uh, uh, he and, and he had the podcast going. He said it's like 40000 dollars a month in marijuana. And uh, so they, they to do that too high all the time. Also, <laughs> we, we, if there's a high for me, you know, don't do drugs, don't do alcohol. If there is a high, and I and, and I probably admit that right until I met you because I think you you're the same vein. <laughs> you're the high. You're the high. Is uh, bring up the microphone and and sharing the microphone. We tell our listeners that uh, I'm on this side, Mike. You on the other side, the mic. But but both is equal. I say something, it's heard. You say something, it's heard. Uh, but that's it. It's not a lot to leave off. Not a lot at all. Well, brother. There's power in simplicity, and you, you say it's not a lot, but trust me, I've been a benefactor of it. There is a ton in the Lee Hall, and I, I truly appreciate you, man. Uh, uh, love and respect the body of work that you do. I love the consistency on how you get it done, and that that old bulldogging, you don't give up, you, and you, you, you give everything you got regardless of the situation, the circumstances, and that's what uh, makes me a Lee Hall fan and supporter. Lee, I want to thank you, man. Um, it's amazing how we end up where we end up, but I think this is something that if I had to give it a title, I would call it The Reflection of a Man. That is my brother, okay. Lee Hall. Look, man, I'm going to give you some closing thoughts and comments, man. Go ahead and drop how people can uh, listen to your programming and give us your closing thoughts and comments. We can be heard from the radio's perspective. Like I said, you can be heard uh, on the radio, locally here, 87.9, 89.3. Also online at www.glive.com. Online at www.glineradio.com. We are recently added uh, another channel when we stream through Ustream. We have five channels. We just opened the channel up, and it's called G-Line and we have got a picture gallery up there as well and you can check it out on those outlets through videos and also the magic of radio like one of the most powerful things going right now is listening uh, to the radio by phone we can, I don't know we can have an idea but it, it is one of the best things that happen because as you know uh, you use our phones and you overuse our phones and so now they made it so convenient and so 
affordable, by putting conversations in the average person access. And Mike said, Barney stories at level playing field. Mike said, anybody can do it, so does Yaki. And uh, for the rest of my days, I hope I'll, I'll be doing this. I appreciate you moving the next place. Well, brother, one thing is uh, it's a mutual feeling. And uh, look, I know it's late in the hour, and uh, they say we hit the ground running at the crack of dawn. The old Army commercial before 9 o'clock, man, we done done so much that you just not moving. It's time for us to take a nap. I know at least for me. When I go and play to bed, and when the conversation started, I was trying to work out a glitch on this end, and checking out more on that end. When we got it fixed because of night, we'd be up all night. So <laughs> <laughs> the next day, I just said this week, and, and, and you up and you, you know, find out something that you want to do, and you're going to sleep for days. <laughs> hey man, you got to do what you got to do. Lee Hall, out of Greenwood, Mississippi. Man, we appreciate you. We appreciate those who were fortunate enough to drop in on this conversation. I am the radio guy, Mike Prince. As always, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Mike Prince Show. Website is obnradio.com, and we have a 24-hour dial-in message center, and that number. 713-570-6736. And if you had not heard, got a brand new feature that you're going to be able to listen to uh, live events on your phone. That phone number is 857-777-0000. I want to exit stage left. My time is far spent. And until the next time, you guys be blessed. We'll see you on the other side. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.